Listening to one of your shows, uh, I think it was just from today, the or maybe yesterday, the one about the uh, iguanoids or I- iguanoids. I- I've never heard of that. If you want me to start ranting, or if you want me to just sort of break it down, but the idea is that these certain extraterrestrials—they're very. There's some of them that are. They look sort of like um, iguanas, if you will, but not necessarily in the the way in which we think of the traditional reptilian form. It's more in that of a humanoid form, which is interesting because it's been detailed uh, back in 2001, according to a, an ex-military whistleblower, that in this particular dimension that we live in, they have yet to figure out. And when I say they, I'm talking about the military industrial complex and scientists, you name it. I think that they have, but again they claim to have yet to figure out why these aliens must be in a humanoid form. Now, again, we say humanoid because that's how we perceive it, right? But right. humanoid meaning literally, you know, homo sapien. Uh, it doesn't have to be the way that we look. So again, it's hard to say, but the, sorry, these suits allegedly that it look uh, identical to clothes, except they tend to be in the color of blue, uh, are actually holographic suits that tend to manifest physically a totally different like disguise, if you will. That is wild. So this is like a military document? And that's where so this, this information was, came from? So essentially, back in 2001, there was something called the National Press Club, and it was held by uh, Dr. Stephen Greer. Now, I know that he is a controversial figure, but putting him aside, more so, it was the people that he gathered. Because even if you take him respectively out of the picture, there were still, these people still had their credibility, these military officials and what have you, right? So one of them had said, I believe there were about 23 or 24, in addition to a couple hundred in the back of this, this showing, that said, at the time, they had categorized 57 different species and that was just what that soldier knew about and that was those 57 species were just species that looked like us where you could walk right by right by them you wouldn't tell now the difference was that they had according to this uh this uh, soldier or they had heightened senses they could see in the dark all those kind of things now again the, the problem is, is because things are so compartmentalized, the left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing. He could have been lied to unless he had seen it himself. He could have been deceived because, you know, if there's a little bit of disinformation in there, that's done on purpose in case he were to start talking like he did. Right. So they give a little bit of disinformation in there so they can trace it back to who uh, to who leaked it. But that's the, the general concept. And assuming there are, again, I think more at this point that we've discovered, but let's just say 57 and those are just the ones that look like us that's that's a lot to take in yeah that that's wild we were just talking about uh different races and, and you know all the famous ones like the nordics or pleiadians that kind of look like elves or you know swedish right. people um but in the reptilian so that is a, a would be under the category of a reptilian or is that yes so there's sort of like a, a general web or branch if you will of different reptilian species as we call them reptilian right i'm not sure what they would refer to themselves as but scattered across different light years of the galaxy uh, some of them are very human looking with sort of like the slit eyes if you want to call it some of them literally uh 
have the ability to change their facial and physical features in real time. Um, a very advanced combination of biological technology and nanotechnology, but it would be more so that of what's called a holographic substrate. So basically it's holograms that we think of now, except way more advanced. So it would be like, you guys know like a Tupac hologram? Yeah. 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 Think about that, except Tupac can, that hologram can actually manifest physically. You can touch it, the whole thing. What the fuck? And it fuck? doesn't, technically, as far as, as far as they've been able to tell, the manifestation of the hologram itself isn't from an outsourced projector. It's coming from somewhere on them. Correct. correct? Somewhere right. on them. However, it's interesting that you bring that up, brother, because they seem like a lot of them have the ability to interface with thought. And that's, that, that's a, a very tricky thing to to sort of think about. I, th I yeah. also think uh, w that's why whatever we're seeing now, whether it's disclosure or just a, a, a false hype up, I think the final element will be the interfacing with consciousness and energy element that I believe at the highest levels of the unacknowledged special programs, they know fully, uh, fully well. And I say that because even down the chain, they're constantly deceived. Like for example, in the 1980s, uh, CIA director, uh, I think it was director uh, William Casey or Cole, I think it was Casey. Uh, Casey, Bill, yeah, at that yeah. point. Thank you, yes. Casey had told Reagan that they have yet to figure out how to reverse engineer the propulsion systems. My humble opinion based on my research, total bull crap. They oh, knew, I believe it, yeah. They knew from the beginning how anti-gravity worked. They reverse engineered it within a matter of months. So again, it just goes to show you, even people like the president, not anymore because they're not let in nearly as much, but people like Reagan, he was one of the last to sort of have that little glimpse into the, the shadow government, the rogue element, if you will. And he was told, he was Be told lies. Before they became completely just puppets. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's unfortunate. I mean, Eisenhower warned about it too, but ultimately these, these different grays and their different capabilities and races it's it's pretty insane. Apparently, when President Eisenhower in 1954 met with the uh, certain races at what is no longer, but at the time, the Edwards Air Force Base, they manifested and changed shape in front of him, sort of like they changed their foreheads to kind of look like those, um, you know, those aliens in Star Trek with the with the kind of weirdly shaped foreheads. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. What are those called? Uh, they would do basic things like that to President Eisenhower just to show him, you know, like. So I, I do have a question for you on that, it, it, just so that I have a visual representation, because like, obviously, like Joe and much less than Joe, I have zero knowledge on any of this. Um, when you're talking about iguana-ish, like, uh, would it be kind of similar to like the Argonian race and say the Elder Scrolls? Like they are human, but they look like not lizards. everyone knows what that is, Ben. <laughs> I know, yeah, right? I'm... Like, <laughs> sort of, sort of. I don't, Camden, do you want to jump in or? Well, yeah, I would just say you're, yes, they're, um, that's kind of uh, in their stature. They're like six foot tall kind of beings, like humans. Yeah, these iguanoids are like four to five feet. They're kind of okay. like squatter, you would say, really. Um, and so they're, yes, they're like, I would really just call them hominids, I guess is the best word. They're they're bipedal things okay. that that look like we perceive like stand up sentient beings to be, but they're got it. Reptilian faceish. But no, is all that just hologram technology too though? I mean, can they just is that how they can shape shift is because they're That's, just kind of not really there? 
Right. That's even the further speculation. Are is that even their? I guess what do you call it? True form. The true form. Right. Is right. that what they've decided to be well, that... on this planet in this realm? It yeah, doesn't no, seem like a... that far of a stretch, though. I mean, if you think about it, like a cow and a dog are both walking on four legs, and if a cow saw a dog, they would be like, "Holy shit, what's that? It's not yeah. me. It doesn't look like me. It still walks like me, and it has some of the same movements, but it's not a hundred percent like me." I mean, you could kind of compare it across any sort of species even the human race we don't look like uh people from africa i guess unless they're from south africa (laughs) but (laughs) but i mean there's so many different races of human that if another an alien saw us and they saw me as opposed to someone from japan or someone from africa they would be like whoa are those two different things or are they the same they wouldn't really have Oh, I was going to say, which still happens in Aboriginal tribes that don't have internet and things of that nature. They'll get other races that stumble upon their islands and are hostily met because the Aboriginal tribes who have lived there and know nothing more than that island are like, nope, you don't belong here. You're fucking aliens and I don't like you. Um, I, Go ahead. Well, sorry, I just wanted to mention very quickly, they're uh, speaking of the Iguanoids and the different variations of them. I want to also make it really clear, too, that there's different variations of iguanoids, different variations of greys, different variations of what look very similar to us. And we don't know on a, on a public level if some of that is the result of crossbreeding, uh, you know, having nothing to do with Earth, right? From many, many, God knows how long ago. We don't know if it has to do with experimentation, with natural crossbreeding, or if there are just simply you know, different variations, just like with humans, right? There are different, I guess you could call them subcultures, sub-ethnicities, if you will. So it's it's hard to say, sort of like, you know, the, the physical differences between that of uh, Caucasian and a, um, and say someone from the uh, Eurasia continent, right? Yeah. Well, to, e- to either of you, that was actually going to be my follow-up question and one that quickly came to my head uh, was, how when you say going down the rabbit hole with this considering that even joe and jen hadn't heard of iguanoids um Mm. how when we're talking about aliens and we're talking about how real that is because i'm very quickly turning on to like that being a very real thing that i'm just having to you know accept and uh how defined and um concrete is the evidence for these versus like the monsoon of information that we have on grays so before you answer that i i was going to bring that up because you have i love your point with uh evidence versus proof yes so i mean i don't think well you could call some of it proof i guess but what what's your yeah exactly what ben said what's the evidence i just want to say camden and myself stand by the principle of the fact that the the word evidence means that we have probable cause to suggest a particular outcome or a particular set of outcomes. Proof means like, no, 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 I have it right here. Proof meaning like, this is my cell phone. I have it. This is what it is. I can touch it and feel it, right? Um, When it comes to different, I guess you could say, variations or pieces of evidence, it's definitely there. Whether it's documents that Albert Einstein, Majestic 12, and it's interesting because all of the, I guess you could say, damning pieces of evidence have been pushed onto mainly the dark web. Uh, We're on Rothkin, right? I could say that, right? Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we're on Rothkin. (laughs) They've mainly been pushed to the dark web, but on top of that, the ones that have made it to the front end of the internet and the the odd, the odd mainstream media outlet that's covered as certain ones, 
it's very it's been very simple the fbi and the cia the nsa they've all come out and just said it's bogus literally there's um so there was a uh, and still is allegedly a group of high level academics uh politicians government officials and military generals that are part of the government of course right that's how they have their staff here but of course they they're how else are they going to bring down their research? You have to have somebody in the position to be able right, to front Exactly. That. And so what happens is they, they are what's called a rogue or shadow element or group, right? And I wouldn't call them the deep state. They're different. They're loyal to one another and not the constitution. Why is that? They are solely responsible for taking what truth and what BS they want to put out there and squishing it together and sending it down the line. It's called drop feeding right? Slowly, but surely you can sort of like fishing, you reel them in right now. Right, drums, exactly. Yeah. Now they allegedly have, um, they're called majestic 12. They're called Zodiac. It's many different names for, you know, sci- uh, psychological warfare reasons, generally speaking, but it's simple. Some of those documents leaked years ago and you know what the CIA did? They literally took a black marker, one of the agent officers there, a case officer and wrote bogus on it. They sent it out to, to the, I'm serious. They sent it out to the press <laughs> And, and, they, and that was it. That was it. The, the CIA said it's bogus. So, okay, that's it. I mean, well, don't they do that so, with pretty much everything? Well, this is, this is what I'm saying. This is why even when there's a, a car accident down the road from me and it's reported on the TV, I don't trust it. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So would you say that then this, you know, shall we say uh, 12, they're not, would it be accurate to say that they are just dedicated to the research they don't care what happens to humanity they don't care what happens in the government what comes down on anybody all they want to do is keep their research safe and if they and if that means they feed the public bs well then so be it we don't fuck the public we're trying to keep our research intact and safe until their general stance on most things fuck the public that's all you gotta know right but they're also not for the government that's i believe that was his point was that they they're not with them either so this is uh i want to let camden jump in because he's pretty well versed on this too but i'll uh, i'll start it off basically what happened was have you guys heard of operation paperclip yes oh Oh, yeah. yeah so very quickly, for those who don't know, uh, the Americans brought a bunch of Nazis over and they literally inserted them into every industry at the time, uh, aerospace, economics, you name it. And so this is fact, by the way, you can yeah, yeah, like, this, seriously, this, there's all kinds of weird, paper, all kinds of stuff for on. those listening and watching paperclip is not uh, is not a conspiracy. This is a, it's on Wikipedia at this point. So. Right, exactly. So what ended up happening was right before World War II ended and right before Operation Paperclip began, there were two different factions that Hitler had set off. And you'll see how this connects back to your question that Hitler had set off. One of them was in Berlin. Another one was in Antarctica. And both of them, both of these groups were tasked with reverse engineering um, anti-gravity craft because once you can understand or harness anti-gravity, literally everything you see in Star Trek is possible because mm-hmm. anti-gravity is magnetic fields so that is force fields that's invisibility that's literally everything that you've seen so isn't in, that related oh, to kind of a zero point too like the anti-gravity exactly, zero point exactly, energy exactly, precisely so what ended up happening was the group in berlin near the end of the war was trying to pressure the group in antarctica to give hitler what was called the wunderwaffe which in english is the wonder it means the wonder weapon which was allegedly something called die glock it was a nazi bell it was a ufo or their version of an alien craft in the shape of a bell why it has to do with things like the Vril society and whatever but that's a separate thing so anyways this group in Antarctica told Hitler through the group in Berlin, 
we haven't made any progress. Why? Because they allegedly were more interested in interstellar travel instead of Hitler's pursuit of global domination. So they pretended like they didn't have jack shit, but they had all of it. Because in Antarctica, they had found what was called, what is called Agartha, hollow earth, right? We see that in, if you watch Godzilla versus King Kong. Yeah, I, I just it watched sounds, it. Beautiful. Right, it sounds silly, but again, going back to drop feeding, how they hint at it, phenomenal mm -hmm. uh, example of how they just put it right in front of our faces, right? And so... Because it's entertainment, it's sci-fi. Correct, correct. And this is the group that allegedly was then brought over. Some of them went into space and others were recruited with Operation Paperclip. Some of them from Operation Paperclip became a part of what's known as the group Majestic 12. Now, you might think, okay, how is this still around? Because these guys are probably dead now, they are. There is an obligation and an oath that they have to take, which is that when it is time for them to retire their position, many years before they must name a successor in order to keep this rogue element going. This rogue element is arguably, whether it's 12 guys or uh, there's rumors that it's now up to 16 people, whatever. They arguably are the military industrial complex at the highest levels, basically. They, they control uh, the media, they, the whole thing. They, those would be the guys that would plant the fake stories for the CIA to give to the press, all that kind of stuff. Those so, are the guys that have the final Those are the top informants that end up giving out right. information to governments, which then create regulations and dictate certain things going to the public on their valid sources. Wait, is that the, you think those 12 to 16 people are the only ones who know the actual like thing that's going on with the aliens or? Uh, the, okay, well, he, here's the thing. There's yes and no. And I say that because relative to humans, not anymore. Why do I say that? Because I feel like the Americans uh, have gotten such a phenomenal grasp on this technology, uh, weaponizing on all of it. And they, uh, I guess you could say, they're so confident that they're sharing it with other world partners, world leaders. I think at this point, guys, honestly, I think it's an open secret amongst the highest levels of politicians that there is extraterrestrial life without a doubt. Now, how do I know this? Literally, those new telescopes, the digital ones that zoom really good, just point it at the moon and you will see ships moving, coming and going all the time there's yeah no way. swear to god people have been sending me emails dave this might no, be yeah you there yeah. i mean you you pay a comma in the price tag to get one absolutely but like you catch shit so this is, the time speaking this is of so that uh saturday just a real quick uh rabbit trail you want to tell that one because uh it's no, pretty crazy oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. First, Sorry, could, but... I say, could i just say super quickly yeah. this is how successful the cia was 40, 50 years ago in the propaganda of extraterrestrials. You can take a telescope pointed at the moon, see a base that looks like the Pentagon, literally see craft coming and going, and people still won't believe it. That's how successful the propaganda has been. Wow. So I think, yeah. All right. So I will say one thing before we tell our story. If there... It's a quick story. Imagine you and your a couple of friends knew exactly what was going on, but the general population of the planet you were on were completely stupid and you knew that it, there would be complete chaos and utter destruction if you told them the truth so you manage it and all right maybe it wouldn't be you or me because they're doing it in a shitty way but they're they're doing it to avoid mass chaos and ultimate destruction of our species i'm not agreeing with it at all in any way but i think 
us as humans and all of the research we're doing now, we're catching up to them. And it's probably really, really scary for them because they've been trying to prevent us from knowing it for so long. So they're like, oh, nope, this is dumb. Aliens are stupid. UFOs are only on movies. And now people are like, actually, I, I think that might not be true. So they've been working at that for a while. Well, you want to really uh, go down a, a, a a short rabbit hole, but an intense one to add to what you're saying. Yeah. I really appreciate you saying that because so this is when it's going to get a little bit unbelievable for those that are new to the, the extraterrestrial topic, but ah, there's no other way for me to put it. So there was a, a project back in the seventies uh, and ra- later in the eighties that Ronald Reagan sort of knew about, which is why I said earlier, he kind of had access into the shadow government sort of, I'm starting um, to get a feeling that Reagan was actually kind of like a really, 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 really dark piece of shit. I'll give you, well, I can tell you who certainly was Bush Sr. He was allegedly on that. He was, um, when well, he wasn't was, he vice president to Reagan in yeah. that? Yeah. In that yeah. Previous, that he was yeah. CIA director. Oh, yeah. That, that's the, you, Bush Sr. would be one of those guys that is close to the, um, the Majestic 12 people. He was mm. uh, Dick Cheney, Donald Rumsfeld. I mean, yeah, head of the Rumsfeld. CIA. Those families, but yeah. Basically, everyone who's still around from the Nixon administration and the Eisenhower administration would be would be that. But anyways, um, so basically, in the 70s and 80s, there was something called Project Mannequin. And it was, this is when it's going to get interesting. The NSA, a rogue group of the NSA from Antarctica and allegedly from Pine Gap, Australia, are using these energy weapons that they have either been given, reverse engineered, or both, to breed their own version of gray aliens in these underground bases, control them because they don't have souls, and abduct people for years and years and years. Now, this is when it gets a little bit iffy, because a lot of people say because there's so many different types of gray alien species that, you know, the, um, I guess you could say, that some are good, some are bad. But to go back to what you were saying, the elites, the ones at the very top have realized, yeah, people are connecting things way quicker than we'd like, right? And honestly, they're to blame. They're the ones that gave us this tech, technically speaking, right? right? right. So what do they do to get ahead of the game? Constant, constant abductions of a certain species of extraterrestrials. And this is Project Mannequin uh, that, that we talk about on the show, where they abduct people to give and frighten the, the, the concept of gray alien equals bad. So right. I, don't, I don't believe they will be able to contain the truth about extraterrestrials. So if they can't contain it, simply because- they control, control the narrative. You control the narrative. It doesn't take much to get, um, uh, Hitler's uh, prop- top propaganda guy said, it, you can do it in any nation at any time. All you gotta do is tell the people you're under attack from some type of threat, and there will be a chunk that goes with you. Now, look, I'll be honest with you guys. I do believe there are some extraterrestrials that are negatively intentioned and there's sure. some good. I don't, again, this is the big debate in the UFO community. Is Are they all good or are they all bad? I believe if it they depends. wanted to take it out, they would have done it by now. In terms of like a full-on incursion or invasion, they would have done it by now. But again, like you said, it's perception. It all depends, right? So the idea would be that the, the NSA and the CIA are using their own versions of their synthetically made aliens to spook people, to spook the right people, to, so people can come out and say, holy crap, I was abducted, it put this knife into me, it hurts, da-da-da, you know what I mean? So... Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So, like, we're the worst ones. We're the worst. <laughs> we're the worst well, species well, in the universe. Well, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, just because, argument. Sorry, okay. uh, 
No, I mean, solid argument for uh, humans being one of the worst species in the universe. Oh, we really, we, we hate ourselves even. We are so mean <laughs> and to now, other humans. Agreed. And it doesn't, uh, it doesn't make like good, bad aliens, blah, blah, blah. You have to think like these, these interstellar, like cosmic beings, they've, they've at least to themselves, they've probably got a very like benevolent perspective maybe like to like the same way we view like ants at a picnic we don't think about the fact that we're stepping on them when we're going to set up our picnic at the hill they might not realize that they're doing like what we view as bad things but in in their perspective of everything they're probably not bad people bad beings i don't i totally I think get that, that it would actually it, it would be slightly more of like a mathematical yeah. thing where it's not really a moral mm. thing for them. It's more of like a, no, we don't need to go to that planet yet. No, we don't need the resources from that planet yet. No, we don't need to extinguish that planet yet. But if that yeah. number pops up, then that's what we're going to do because that's the math that right. we were just given. Well, exactly. And the other thing, too, that I find interesting is that it's it's almost like our perception of time is linear, right? So if there were to be some type of invasion or of what have you, who is to say they are operating on a linear timeline if they were to invade? Now, allegedly, there are some... God, right. There are some species, for example, that uh, allegedly they when they find a new species or civilization in another planet, another galaxy, they literally set up an outpost on the closest star or, wh or wherever they deem to be the most strategic point. And they literally observe in some cases, certain alien species for good or for bad is, is hard to say. They will literally um, camouflage as human beings and they will invade in a very different way they will invade the hierarchical and cultural structure of that particular civilization whether it's a a, a human society like us or a uh, you know a, a tribe or something like this but what basically aliens are are the ccp they're invading <laughs> culturally no, and, eco and economically. Like, honestly, this is so believable. I 100% agree with everything you're saying I, because by the way, I almost said the Chinese, I but like, I can't say that. This is just like scientists of of earth when we go in to study any sort of species we figure out how they communicate how they look how they talk how we can camouflage ourselves so that we can observe and we observe them and sometimes we'll take one of them and we'll observe that thing and then set it back with a tag or not or we'll kill what? it and it's no big deal to us because we're just studying it and to right. that species they're like oh what the hell just happened so i that's 100 percent probably I, I can't imagine that that's not happening with other species and, and of say, interstellar beings right exactly and also i want to make something clear too on our show on generation z camden and myself we don't say what we're preaching is correct the whole goal is for us to work together with the community to find the answer yeah so even if you don't agree with what we're saying that's totally cool the goal is to broaden the the, the perception more than you know actually say okay dave is right about everything because i bet you i'm not right <laughs> with that being said that's though, fair. It's sort of like um, when I say that they would send a uh, an extraterrestrial in camouflaged or maybe they'll get they'll literally contact another species they work with and uh, see if there's a species that looks similar to that species they just found. And they will get, for example, they'll insert only a handful of people, a handful of the extraterrestrials. So it's not like the whole government's aliens or reptilians or whatever. They'll pluck one or two people and they'll key stole. positions. Right. They'll slowly work their way up and, and, and into the politics of that particular uh, species, and they'll do it like that. Now, let's apply this to reality for a second. What would When I said that they establish a base and stuff, where would that be? The moon, the dark side of the moon. How do we know this? 
Project A119. This is all on record. You can look this up. The U.S. wanted to send a couple of nukes to the moon to blow, uh, to blow it up as a show of force. There was now a declassified CIA document that says Project A119 could not be completed for two reasons. The, um, the, the Soviets had already destroyed their base on the moon. So keep that in mind. This is in the 60s and 70s. When did anyone ever have a base on the moon? Even now, technically, no one's had a base, like a full-on base. That we know of, right. Of that, right. The, the, those two nukes that they sent, they sent them up anyways because, you know, these guys just like to blow stuff up, I guess. They, literally, the nukes did not even make it to the moon. These, I don't know what species, but there was a certain handful of craft uh, that literally came. And we have some footage of not that incident, but a more recent one shot a bunch of beams. And these beams literally looked like white elastic bands Rat shoot around the nuclear missile, disables it. And the missile just fell. Totally disabled. Yeah. And then goes away. Yeah. I mean, uh, one of the best analogies you started talking about, like the animals that we study, imagine us like watching a bunch of chimpanzees around a watering hole one of them puts a bucket on their head and then like swims down really really far and then like comes back up to them the chimpanzee scientist that was the best attempt at scuba diving anyone's ever done right um, and and, and yep. we're create right, an air pocket right. and, and suction and, and go in us yeah. the humans watching it are like that was that was fucking hilarious what yeah. are they doing that's so stupid yeah. and so these extraterrestrial beings watching us these apes territorial geopolitical try to blow up something in space they're like, like a vacuum will make it go forever oh, why would they not <laughs> it's these stupid animals what what they're just like so, nah here i have our elastic bands yeah stupid. like it's i guess you know like when when uh when your cat jumps up on the, the kitchen table to try to drink your water or something and you very kindly go no 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 here you keep putting him down and we don't do that we push it sorry we oh, have cats. Never... <laughs> the point is is though i imagine you don't push it to the point where it falls on its back it lands on its feet right oh yeah right okay yeah. well this is what they're doing with us literally we're the cat in this analogy and they're the uh, the owner basically that would wow. be the idea that's if a they good to analogy. I like that because some people are crappy pet owners and some people are really nice. It's the same way we treat creatures outside. Well, Jen usually likens it to well, a a beehive or a uh, well, just an some sort hill. of little creature. Like I save yeah. the bugs in our pool. Like I'm like, oh, this poor thing's struggling. I'm gonna save it. Whereas a lot of people would be like, who cares? It's just a bug. It's well, not a big deal. But I'm like, what if they have a family? We don't know what they're <laughs> thinking. It sounds like I'm a hippie, but I'm not. I'm just being realistic. <laughs> They, they all have their own intentions. There's different factions of them. Um, allegedly, this again, a little bit of a fun fact. It's not confirmed or proven. So I, I say this carefully, but allegedly, one of the reasons why Hitler believed that the Aryan race, the blonde hair, blue eye race was superior to the rest of the world in his, you know, very flawed kind of view, if you will, was because the Nazis have been in, were engaging with extraterrestrials since the mid to late 20s. So this is nothing new. It's not like the war started, then they found stuff. These extraterrestrials they allegedly engaged in, well, apparently they're not even extraterrestrial. They're from Earth, but they're deep, deep underground. However, they were from the surface many thousands of years ago. They were a breakaway set of human beings that went underground into what is now Antarctica, and they communicated with extraterrestrials. They, they bred with some of them. They, uh, they share technology and things like this because some of these UFO sightings are not from space. They're from underground. Uh, and it's not our military. It's deeper than that. 
Yeah, so, I, I totally believe that. that so I wanted to... Now, wait, Ben. I, I want to tell our story because it's just really quick, but I want to get your oh, take wait, on... Oh, Ken has gone. Hold on. He has to oh. be there. Okay, go ahead, Ben. Fuck. No, I, <laughs> I want you both to hear because it's really cool. <laughs> okay, th- this will be quick. It's about it's about his idea on movies and dropping information in right in front of our face. Is like <clears throat> the original Wonder Woman kind of has the idea of she goes... She, she comes about into the known world from a holographed island or a hologrammed island, whichever one, uh, and she's, you know, not of normal human specimen. Um, and then later on, you know, decades later, they see pictures of her in with the other people from World War One, and they're kind of looking at it like, holy shit, is that the same person? Um, that It's those kind of things like that where, you know, you're talking about like, our time ta- our timetable is literal or linear linear um right. and the idea that maybe they aren't doing these constructs in the same time plane um they ended up coming out with a movie in 2011 called nazis at the center of the earth um yeah, and i watched it a long time ago and it's now with today's thing it, it reminded me like hey if they were doing that shit, trying to get to the center of the earth, we're talking to people, um, you know, deep in burrows and things of that nature. Like if the hollow earth theory is something to be taken seriously, maybe there is Nazis in the center of the earth. And it just reminded me of what you were talking about them dropping shit in movies. That's it. <laughs> All right. Well, Camden's like, back. So now we got to tell our story oh, from Saturday. No, it's so cool. yeah. random though. Cause I, you guys are so Sorry, along the same lines of wh- how we think, and it's really sure. uh, a breath of fresh air to talk. Not that we don't. Everyone we talk to is super cool, but it's nice to talk to people who talk how maybe it's just how I talk every single day to Joe, and he's like, okay, babe, that's cool. But <laughs> <laughs> it's really nice because I'm like, oh, you guys like think the same things. It's very cool. But go ahead. Yeah. You can Sorry, go ahead. Can I just say to Ben, to what you had just brought up, your, your thought there, Ben, with regards to Antarctica, Take a look at the Antarctic Treaty. It's just like Operation Paperclip in the sense that it's not a conspiracy. It's legitimate. Allegedly, the only treaty, Antarctic Treaty, the only treaty where the United States was able to get every country in the world to say, we're not going to go to Antarctica unless we tell the U.S. We're washing our hands. So what's it it called? The Antarctic Antarctic Treaty. Treaty. What is that? Like a a, no one goes to Antarctica unless it's approved, like blah, blah, blah. Yep. And and every country in the world said yeah that's one of the weirdest ones to me that's on record is that it's such a controlled zone it's like why you're hiding something obviously for sure there's something weird going on there absolutely so before before you guys go on with your story very quickly i mean to be honest with you, you for example very recently the russians were doing some what they called military drills and training in the arctic in antarctica if you want our true uh perspective or at least mine um there are certain beings out there that are, I guess you could say, like kaiju, sort of from the films, the Godzilla and, and things like that. And these beings are being suppressed using, like, they're, they're nuking them and stuff like that. They are self-conscious, but they're not intelligent in the sense of, you know, the way that we are. And that's why, allegedly, there's so much of this ground ruptures, these volcanoes. To think that they don't control the planet, especially working with aliens to help control the planet, believe me, they do. Because to these aliens, the planet is the real value. Not, in my opinion, not necessarily us anymore. Because they've they've been here for how God knows how many thousands of years, right? So yeah, anyways, it makes sense. 
We might just be a little project. What if we're like their little anthill that they have? They made us and they're like, this is so cool. We have to keep this alive. We're like their Tamagotchi or whatever. (laughs) Well, when you say Tamagotchi, that's like when someone, you know, people say to me, Dave, if these if these uh, creatures are so big, the earth is only so big of a size. How could that be? Right. Well, very quickly, it's like uh, what's it would be something called a pocket dimension that they would be using or it would be a natural manifestation. A pocket dimension is when the for example, you have a, a van or a car you you see from the outside it looks like a normal car, a normal sized car. You get in the car and it's the size of a, a Boeing 747. Like oh, yeah. That's yeah. considered pseudoscientific. But again, a lot of things six months ago were considered pseudoscientific until they discovered them just yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever they no, tell that's us, that's when they discover them. Exactly. Sure. Right. It's exactly. Awesome on the lake and everything's open. Right. That's called a, a pocket dimension. So these creatures would be going. Earth is not necessarily the concept is that it's not entirely hollow. It's con. It's concave, sort of like um, a golf ball with little ridges in it. You know, and those ridges are the pocket dimensions in some cases where it's this is how these creatures can survive with such big size and not be noticed. They're sort of in an, a sub dimension, if you want to call it. That's so cool. Don't you want to be friends with them so bad? I want to do that shit. I want to walk <laughs> around and do that and be like, oh, okay, this is awesome. I'd be super nice. I'd help people. Please let me go with you. All right, well, tell a story. Oh, it, it takes like five seconds to tell our <laughs> story. Sorry, I'll be right no, back. Whatever. We saw so we saw a cloaked a cloaked craft the other day. So we That's all we could describe. We've never it as. seen anything in the sky ever. We talk about UFOs, we talk about crazy shit all the time. Um, but I have <laughs> I just got my amateur radio license because I'm a super nerd and I was looking for satellites that oh, I could bounce radio signals. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> that I could bounce signals off of. So I was tracking them all on this very nerdy app that I have and I was trying to get the right frequency and trying to figure it out and while we were doing that we just kind of gave up because we were also it was fourth of July we were also super drunk so I was like all right well I was pretty sober at this point to be honest Joe had just pounded drinks because he was driving so he didn't drink during the day we got home yeah what she means I pounded drinks after I got done yeah, driving. He didn't. Okay, I was no, catching I, up no, no, sorry <laughs> that came out wrong but no he didn't drink to be fair there were white cloths I wasn't and that I drunk did, and then he drove us home sober and then we I proceeded to drink water. He drank alcohol. And so we, it was midnight. And I'm like, okay, dude, this is usually when we're already in bed. But fuck it. It's 4th of July. Let's go swimming. So we got in our pool and we're like, all right, cool. We're going to go look in the pool, or sit in the pool and look at satellites. And as we looked up, uh, we saw a triangle, a, a triangle uh, craft. I, I don't even know what to call it. It was clear, I sound like a, a crazy person from Louisiana, like, I saw a triangle in the sky, but oh, it was no, a no, <laughs> it was a triangle, a triangle craft surrounded by like a green light, and the inside was it was cloaking. Like you could tell that you weren't supposed to see it. Yeah, Ron it just was, called it in the chat. He said, Did it look like Predator? The the cloaking that's what blur? I, so that's I exactly told Joe, I said it looks just like Predator, and then he was able to describe it better. Cause I'm like, Have you ever seen Predator? It looked like that. It was kind of changing shape and moving and like iridescent, but it was moving across the sky super fast also super silent and then after it got 
kind of out of our view. It looked like a group of satellites moving together in unison very quickly. So it had points on it at some place and it was moving super fast out of our view. And I was like, maybe it's Starlink. Like I immediately tried to rationalize it into something very normal because <laughs> we had children sleeping inside too. So I'm like, we can't be like, oh, cool, come back. Well, let's, it's funny because we, more of this. we got done. We get out of the pool great. and we go sit down and smoke a cigarette and we're like, so what do we do? Is there somebody we call? Do we... <laughs> Do we do anything about I was like, like we can report right. it to MUFON, but the membership is there's a, a cost for a membership to report it to MUFON because we mm. wanted to really bad because it was insane to see it. But it, it looked like to me, we we came to kind of an agreement that it was probably some kind of military shit. Uh, just sure, just based on the been. way it was flying. It was flying like a fucking airplane, except it was fucking clear. Well, it so. was flying, to, but it the was one... flying. So unless it was a, a, a pyramid, it was flying with its front or back facing us because it was a triangle yeah. completely it yeah. wasn't like it was a weird. circle or it wasn't flat it was a triangle and you could see the points on all sides and it was just it looked like it was clawing its way across the sky i guess it sounds stupid but... and, and did you want to you want to take this well one? yeah correct me if i'm wrong dave but i think that's a tr3b telos right did we not do an episode pretty recently that the tele tr3b class of ship is those triangle <laughs> ships that you're talking about the telos is one that specifically has, as far as we know, cloaking technology. Oh, okay. Because okay. the old That's TR3B uh, model that not. I've seen, it it was not that. And it didn't have no, three right. bright lights on it. Like the, We looked up TR3B, oh, right. too. It did not have that at all. It looked no, like no, you could see the us. light reflecting. So this, we were facing west, and the sun had not just set, but you can see pretty far where we live. So the sun was still, the light, the sky wasn't completely dark or anything. Um, so it looked like light was reflecting off of whatever it was. And it, we could only see it because of our position where we were. Right. I, I think it would have been completely invisible if you were in the right place. It, it I, I fundamentally agree with you. I believe the, um, so it's interesting. You, the triangle is now the most commonly seen one. Uh, I do agree with you guys. I do believe it is military. A lot of the craft we see now tends to be military, but there, it is, there are alien craft too. Now, it's yeah. interesting you bring this up because there's been different models of the TR-3B. There's the TR-3G. There's the TR-3. There's so many different ones, but there's different propulsion systems. That's another thing as well, too. It's not like they reverse engineered the alien craft and there's one thing. There's multiple different forms of propulsion systems. Some of these triangular craft, including disc-shaped craft, actually have human technology integrated with the alien technology just because there's certain things that, you know, I guess even at a militaristic level, if, if you're a human, you prefer a human control over an alien one, right? Or something like For this. For sure. Yeah. It's comfort level. Yeah. Right. And the, it's familiar. I, I'm, I'd like to subscribe to the idea that if it was truly an extraterrestrial manning that craft, it, 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 the technology is so advanced, we would not be able to see it unless it was intercepted by another alien-based technology. It doesn't mean that that alien-based tech had to be alien-controlled, but generally speaking, there, for example, there have been, again, this goes a little out there, but there have been uh, planes that have literally... I guess you could say shape-shifted or have decloaked their hologram, depending on how you perceive the, the footage, um, in, into a UFO ship, uh, a circular, the oh, traditional wow. craft, right? There's 
tube cigar shaped craft, which are made to hold uh, much larger amounts of people that are constantly coming and going. The, the, it literally looks like a tube, a, a cigar or a tubular shape. And they just yeah. talked about those on, on the release yeah. of the classified info, the pill shaped objects. Right. Uh, the Tic Tac. Tic Tacs. Uh, yeah. Gimbal, yeah. The cigar shaped craft. Now, the cigar shaped craft specifically is interesting because there was a transcript, again, between former CIA director William Casey and Ronald and Reagan. Reagan. And yep. guess what happened at the time? They were discussing. Uh, this was a, it was a, an alleged leaked transcript. Reagan had said to um, to CIA Director William Casey, "Wow, I can't believe we have over just over three hundred people in space right now." Whoa. Um, when wow. just a weird thing to say objectively. Yeah. <laughs> when did we ever have three hundred people in space? Yeah, no shit. Not, not, not. Forget the West. I'm just saying as a species, at, at least that we know of, right? So, did the military yeah. shut him Never. down like it was something that biden would say they're like we don't have 300 no, no, people that is, guy's stupid this is no this is a private <laughs> no. this is like a private conversation transfer well, i don't know so. uh, oh, okay yeah so the the president uh, unless there's off the record or cl uh, super classified meetings uh, aside from those whenever the president's eating whenever the president's in the oval office everything he or she says is recorded literally everything mm. so this was something that i personally believe reagan let slip because he was having dinner in the White House with CIA director um, uh, Casey. So I believe he let it slip. I don't think it was something he was supposed to say at that time in the White House. This is why they don't tell presidents stuff, though, because their position is temporary. Yeah. So, is I mean, they're going to give them a little tidbit because they're like, well, depending on what will imminently happen, you might need to know this because the people look up to you and we right. control shit. So, we'll but they give him the little bits and yeah. they, they can't give him too much because he's gone soon unless they assassinate yeah. him then i guess it's permanent so, but i just want to say uh, no. as well super quickly if you notice a lot of the um high level politicians whether cia directors ambassadors to the united nations all this presidents notice a very similar reoccurring pattern the ones that have been alleged to be part of these or at least not maybe not a part but connected to the these rogue shadow governments 95% of them have developed Alzheimer's before they retired. Wow. Think about that. Probably because wow. they were shocked and zapped a million times to have, they, like in uh, Men in Black, they were like, okay, we're going to tell you this, only remember some. The blinky thing. Yeah. The blinky thing. That. And they, they, I mean, look, I mean, I got to be honest, it's when you go through the data, you go through the evidence, there's only a few routes that you can logically take in terms of, okay, it's either this is all nonsense or all these people that are seeing things are really just seeing holograms, or this is yeah, something that's what it's coming down to. Sorry? Oh, I said, yeah, that's what it's coming down to. Yeah. It's coming down to either all of it's horse shit and, and we're fucking stupid, and they're, and they're just, it's like a, a big giant psyop that we can't yeah. even, like, how. Yeah, it, we're, this is all sim theory, and we're, they're just having fun with us, which, by the way, is a possibility. Absolutely. But, um, uh, at the same time, it's like it's either that or they're just fucking lying to us and there's so much more shit. It's out definitely there, that too. stuff that we've been hearing is real. Well, yeah, we I mean, we know just on a government level that governments lie to us with, between coups that they do all right. over the world, uh, fat, uh, terrorist things connected to like we know they lie. So it's easy to say they lie about these things. It's kind of uh, easier to lean toward they're lying about this as well. I mean, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, the bigger the project. Look, for yeah. example, at, uh, former astronaut Dr. Edgar Mitchell. Uh, again, going back to what you guys asked me about, is there evidence? 
he wrote an email to John Podesta shown by WikiLeaks shortly before he died. And he said, he goes, the, our, our friendly EBEs will not tolerate any type of militarization in space. They want to share zero point energy tech with us. But again, if we militarize space, it's not happening. So here's the thing. When you guys ask about evidence and things like that, there is leaked audio that NASA's tried to scrub, but it's on the dark web of astronauts in space. The, their voices and everything saying, you know, Houston, uh, we're pursuing the craft, uh, the alien craft, literally word for word. Houston, I'm being followed, uh, things like that. And then certain, um, it's interesting because certain astronauts seem to know things like no more than others do, which is peculiar, but Camden, please. Oh, no. I mean, Buzz Aldrin's a great example of that. I mean, it, does he have dementia or is he just like actually telling the truth finally? Um, Alan Shepard's uh, Mercury 6 transcript where he's like, he was the first man in space. And he's up there and he's like, hey, Houston, there's like all these orbs around me. And like, I don't, what what's yep. going on? And like, and, uh, 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 and then they don't talk to him for five whole minutes. Guys, NASA left their guy stranded on the moon for 10 minutes. Like well, that's just in how, space, not on the moon, just in space, like yeah. floating around in space, surrounded by things he could not perceive to be yeah. anything. Yep. And they just didn't talk to him for five minutes. And they came back and said, are you doing OK? Yeah, literally. <laughs> wow. Literally. Typical manager. So as another creature, if those orbs have some sort of sentience and they know what's going on, they were like, wow, that species sucks. Like they didn't even yeah. help their person. So, I mean, why would they share our technology? If we found a, sp I feel like the evidence, honestly, I, I am sometimes an evidence-based person, but the evidence for life outside of us is literally right in front of us. Like it's right yeah. there. Well, it's on our yeah. earth right now. Well, the National Australian Archives were recently had a, a whole slew of 58 pages declassified. Oh, yeah, this is good particularly pertaining to UFOs. You got to see the stuff in there, guys, that they see. Now, they other governments are following suit then with this. Yes. yes. This is not, this is, and by the way, and, and other governments are doing a lot better than that bullshit the U.S. just put out. <laughs> oh, of course they are. The, there's Russian generals that have gone on television that have said extraterrestrials are here and they cooperate with us. Word for word. I mean, okay, it's in Russian, but big whoop, you know, like that's the other thing too. The, um, uh, the National Australian Archives basically they essentially confirm it's not a cia it's not a an intelligence cable or australian intelligence cable speculating they're not doing it's surveillance not they're not doing reconnaissance it's not an op this is no the cia told us that the official narrative in america is ufos are nonsense but as a matter of fact they're working with them you can find this word for word on the national australia.gov.au it yeah. doesn't get any more government than that. So It doesn't. I did have a question for you, though, to follow up with this since we were talking about uh, astronauts on the moon. So yeah. since we're all about conspiracies here, given this, the idea that we have been not only to space and doing this kind of stuff for a long time, there's a lot of speculation that the moon landing per the date that it supposedly happened in the U.S. is not real. And for a long time, I have been one of those people that I'm like, I don't think for a second that we made it to the moon when they said we made it to the moon. Um, um, yeah. So my, my question is, is that with that, do you think then that it's actually one of those breadcrumb drops that was just a big op to be like, hey, guys, we're moving to space when really we had already been done doing that for a long time? Is so that I feel kind like of the take? So I, okay. So, well, very quickly, I feel like Camden wants to jump in, but I just, <laughs> yeah, give me 20, 30 seconds. I, first off, let me just say, I feel as though man has been not just to the moon, but in space hundreds of, if not thousands of years before 
the uh, uh, the uh, Neil Armstrong Buzz Aldrin. Now, if we take okay. it to modern history, I believe that honestly, I believe uh, as of now, the Nazis were more than likely the first to go to the moon. And in modern history, the um, Apollo 11 was. Uh, here's the thing: I myself personally don't know where I stand on it. I do believe certain elements of it were faked. Yes. Do I think the whole thing was? I don't like to think so, but I. I'll be honest. I don't want to comment on something. I have not done super extensive research into, but anyways, Camden knows better than I do. I'll, I'll answer for him for you. Um, <laughs> perfect. Well, you know, I was going to say, cause you know, us Americans, we got to be first in everything. Yeah. And if we uh, are like, <laughs> 2001, a space odyssey, Stanley Kubrick, uh, 1968 was his practice film for the moon landing in 1969. There's loads of, of, corollary pictures of him walking with nasa directors all throughout that Times next following year and all of that there's other stuff, yeah, yeah um absolutely second question why is all of the astronauts a part of the screen actors guild why 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 would why they- were they using <laughs> uh why were they using uh stage production cameras that they tried to hide why why were the lighting effects so bananas right opposite right. what they supposedly were showing all of that th- those were all done in the late 90s they had a, an entire i think it was 2020 or dateline on it that yeah they originally brought all this up and that actually seeded the ground for me as a young person to kind of go i don't mm. necessarily believe that's right now yeah. that could have also been controlled opposition so right. obviously with all of these different facets angles and elements that can be purported in any one conspiracy train of thought belief system my idea is with you guys where do you think that lands with what we're talking about in extraterrestrialism uh, well i to me we were in space on the moon uh, before 1969 okay. but to that point the same way that now kind of you see all these governments starting to uh put ufo things out try to like normalize the idea so to tell speak. us we're stupid for right. not believing in it before now in, okay. in yeah, yeah the 60s especially because JFK said we will be at the moon by the end of the decade. They kind of had a promise to keep. They, yeah. they literally had to begin to normalize doing things at least publicly right. in space so that they could be seen going to space. At least in that, my opinion. Do you think that uh, Trump's push on Space Force is another push to normalize that with now the wave of declassified information? If I yeah. could say very quickly, I feel like regardless of who would have been president in the last four years, that would have happened. Regardless, I feel yeah. there there's certain sense. elements that the military industrial complex that the people we spoke of half an hour ago yeah. say, you know, down the chain, like you don't have a choice. This is the way it, certain institutions will go in terms of introduction of new agencies for an overarching agenda. Uh, Warner von Braun had told a journalist on his deathbed, essentially, uh, well, a now journalist, um, that essentially there was going to be multiple phases to the overarching plan of the way in which there's going to be a the elites controlling the planet. And the first one was going to be after uh, post-World War II, he told her he had three weeks left to live. He had a very quick onset of cancer, which was also mysterious too, by the way, because he knew everything from A to Z. But he told her there's going to be the uh, threat of communism, right, which Reagan and, and yeah. uh, even uh, JFK went into the uh, meeting with the Joint Chiefs of Staff and came out of that meeting and told his wife and his secretary, um, uh, what was it? Oh, we call ourselves the human race. And he said that because the Joint Chiefs of Staff did not want to end the Cold War. I wonder why. So uh, there's 
the Warner von Braun said communism, and then it's going to be terrorism, right? 9-11, that whole thing. And then it's going to be the threat from third world crazy countries, North Korea. You notice how that's in the limelight. And then he and said, Middle East. Middle of right. And then he said, he goes, there's going to be the final card, which will be the space card uh, that they're going to play, which will be the attempt to justify the military militarization of space. Now, look, I don't know at this point what the, I, I don't think there is one set group of extraterrestrials. I don't think there's one group of humans that have full control. I think of it very similar to that of a very complex set of organized crime families. Think of like the five families back in the day in right, New York. Right. The overall yeah. goal for all these factions is the same, but there's a different subtle agendas in, in between them. There's drama, there's beef, there's problems. Uh, you know, I view it in that way. I don't see it as, you know, 10 guys are sitting at a table in a dark room and they got, they got everything by the balls. You know, I, I don't personally, well, I, don't see it like that. I was going to say this and I'll use this as a prop um, is the idea. Like, what do you think that it's more of like, they have an agenda and then they go, Hey, are we ready to drop the space? Yes. No, yeah. not yet. Oh, oh yeah. we're going to do that in 2016. Oh, it doesn't matter who's present. Uh, Ben, you froze. Oh, Dan, darn. Hold on a so, wait one second. So, I'm having a weird problem, of course, because you know it's our stream, but there's a something going on where there's some shit frozen or something, and your audio got crackly as fuck. Everybody's did. Well, yeah, my, it just popped up that my internet connection is unstable. All of you guys froze there for a second, and now it's starting to level back out. But I don't have any notifications on my end that it's fucky, except for the notifications aren't even pulling up now. I whispered to Joe that we were getting too close to the truth, and I feel like that's why that's happening. I was Every like, time. we're getting too close to the truth. <laughs> so They're fucking with our... They can let, do that, hang, though. Hey, hang sorry. on one sec. So I'm, I'm, let me... Yeah, because it stopped recording. All right. Hey. Anyway, let's continue back. I, I'm Is hoping... everyone unfrozen, though, on everyone's end? Everyone's unfrozen. Yes. Everyone, everyone, yes. wave your hands. Let's see, see what the lag Let's is like. That was hey guys. Ben, wave your hands. Okay. Um, <laughs> that was Good that was the test. That was they're going. Hey, we tried to cut them off, and if they go back, yeah, yeah, yeah no, they're it. done. We're yeah. not the assholes, though. Oh, maybe that was the bad people trying to cut us off. Sometimes I feel like the alien no, technology code or the, the Majestic That's 12 the code. Okay, so we are live. Okay, cool. <laughs> we're still live. I just saw my hands waving. Awesome. Sorry about that, everyone. Uh, we're recording again. I don't know how much of that we got, but fuck. Well, and then you can find articles, by the way, from the 1930s and 40s where they start talking about, uh, in, in newspaper articles, New York Times, things like that. Even in the late 1800s, there was a, an article which is still on the New York Times archive where in Wisconsin, if I'm not mistaken, they found a skeletal a human remains of a skeleton, but it was three to five, uh, sorry, three to four times larger than modern uh, human, uh, humankind right now. They've wow. been doing that for a while. They've actually found um, what they assume were uh, either Aztec or Native American uh, burial mounds in Arizona yep. and New Mexico with, um, what was it, uh, ones that were up to uh, 12 to 15 feet um, fully, fully intact. It was the entire skeletal structure because that was where they were buried. And uh, they sent it to the Smithsonian. The Smithsonian re rejected it and said uh, it, it, it didn't support um, scientific uh, backing to our history. Uh, I was going to say this really quick, and I thought Joe and, Joe and uh, Jen would find this kind of funny. So um, I just got done playing the Cold War um, oh, Call, yes. of Duty, yeah. uh, Call of Duty 
thing that they just did. So here's the thing. They tied Reagan into all of it, and they even by name mentioned MK Ultra and all of the mind shit that they do uh, to sleeper cells and all of that stuff. And it was funny because I was baked as hell last night playing it. And it, all of this information popped up and I was like, dude, it's well, in video yeah. games now. Well, I, I, I like to say Hollywood doesn't lie to us. Like they never have, right? All of the things in video games, that's an interesting TV, well, entertainment, guys, they really uh, don't lie. Right. So to, to add to what actually everyone's saying here, um, it's interesting how the Smithsonian, the, you know, certain Rockefeller, Rothschild institutions, which are all, again, funded by the same top families, either rejects it or ignores right. it or what have you. Now, there was something I don't know if you guys are familiar with Operation um, High Jump. I'm not sure if you guys. Yeah, are familiar that's with the uh, Admiral Byrd stuff. Familiar. Admiral Byrd, Operation We did High talk Jump. about that one time, I think. Yeah, he was, again, so. this is yeah, how you, I... at the time, at least, uh, you know, post-World War II, just after, you had to justify to the American people where the tax dollars were going, right? So Warner Brothers, uh, not anymore. Not anymore. But yeah. <laughs> the um, Warner Brothers uh, at the time was around film studio. They made a whole film with Admiral Byrd, one of the most highly respected admirals from the Second World War, who said it is imperative we go to Antarctica to explore things like this. Okay, they get there. Don't hear nothing, jack shit, nothing. Only thing we know is that in his journal, he describes finding an underground civilization that has uh, has extremely advanced technology, some of them alien, some of them human, but from a breakaway human civilization that went underground long time ago, asking Admiral Byrd to keep things quiet to the public because the public isn't ready, like the, the masses are They'll panic, it's for their well, good. Things, well, I, so I think at the time that may be, that may have been, somewhat uh, possible to be honest nowadays i don't believe that for a second no uh -uh. no it's in hell no. no but um they told him to keep it quiet he wrote this in his journal everything just goes quiet so you're telling me one of the most highly respected people from the second world soldiers from the second world war excuse me admiral who was then tasked with going to antarctica highly sober respected competent analytical he says there's an underground civilization oh no we're not going to say nothing too bad yeah oh that's a flight of fancy yeah so the same, like, the same he's not one for imagination he's a fucking admiral right. in, yeah in, esteemed sailor in you, the navy you, like he's not making that shit you look up. at a, a gentleman by the name of herman oberth he was a nazi scientist brought over from operation paperclip and he was the mentor to warner von braun he was warner von braun's mentor don't quote me directly but he said something along the lines of we cannot attribute all of our advancements in rocketry and propulsion to ourselves. We have been helped by the people of other worlds. And I believe I almost got that word for word, I think. And the point I'm trying to make is pretty close. Yeah. So, so we can trust this guy who was again, Nazi scientist. Okay. Let's put that aside. We can trust this guy to take us to the moon, but short, you know, but near the end of his life in his later years, he wants to, you know, start speaking and things like that. And all of a sudden, so the guy that we entrusted, to bring man, uh, humankind to the moon, allegedly for the first time, says that we've been helped by people of other worlds, and all of a sudden he doesn't mean shit. So, you know, it kind seems of seems the way it goes. It seems to be a secret that you take to the grave, though. I mean, honestly, if your reputation's on the line and you care so much, why not at the end be like, "This is how it is." I feel like most normal yeah. people would do that. Well, I think that I think that mo uh, there are people that are that are higher strung on integrity and and saying that, you know what, fuck my career. 
This is the truth. The, when was this guy born, though? Think of that. Think of the mentality of the general population when that guy was born. Right now, yeah. yeah. Millennials would be like, I would be like, uh, yeah, guess what, everybody, right now. But if I wasn't with the 50s mentality of that, right. I mean. Well, this is another thing, too, right? Be, um, we look, for example, at well, this is the, he's not the only one. As of recently, former uh, Israel space defense minister um, uh, Ben Rich, who died in the, uh, I believe, 1999 or 2000. He was the former president of Lockheed Martin's Skunk Work Division. Lockheed Martin is a military contractor. Uh, their Skunk Work Division, they say it on their website, 90 to 95% of what they do is classified. And I'll be honest, at least they don't bullshit us with that, right? Ben it absolutely Rich, is. Right. Ben Rich, three weeks before he passed away, told a friend of his, and this is also a note as well that actually... I sent it over to Camden a few hours yeah, ago. Yeah, no, I, I was reading it earlier. Yeah, Absolutely. He said, he said to his friend, he said, we have things in the desert that are 50 years ahead of what you cannot imagine. So not 50 years ahead of what, of, of, at the time um, of, of 2000, 2001, 50 years ahead of what you cannot imagine. And then he said, he goes, everything you've seen in Star Trek and Star Wars, he goes, that's child's play with what we have. He goes, but he said, he goes, it would take an act of God for the public to have this technology. Now, honestly, I'm, I'll be honest. I can see why they, they don't want to go public. Absolutely. They have issues chasing terrorists with nukes, let alone if a terrorist gets a hold of a, an anti-gravity device. Because with anti-gravity, um, the difference between reality of anti-gravity force fields and Star Trek or Star Wars is oh, that... Yeah. When you, you know how in Star Trek or Star Wars they shoot at the shields, the force fields, and the shields. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. In reality, in reality, the shields get stronger because it's basically they're absorbing energy, energy right? Yeah. I remember hearing about that on another so podcast. If you're, if you're a terrorist and you can get a hold of an anti-gravity weapon, you are arguably unstoppable. Yeah, because so it charges it. Yeah, you, you can put a force field around you for your whole life, and it you it literally uses what's called like the ether, the energy right. that's all around us, the the free energy. You could go, I could put this shield around me, walk to the bank down the road, rob the bank, come back home, go to sleep. It doesn't matter because who's going to be able to touch me? Literally. You yeah, every time I mean? they shoot at you, you just charge up a little more. Get <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they shot at me and the, the force field got stronger. I'm going to go watch a movie now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. They, uh, I would say this though, too, is I know that this is kind of a, a weird, like sublet tangent on that idea. Um, of going public with things when were they able to if they had the chance this that and the other um dr jordan peterson was talking about uh how he believes the earth can sustain and we're 1.2 away from this about 9 billion people before it starts to get overpopulated but we're at 7.8 right now and right. at the turn of the 20th century we were at one right so in a hundred years we have gone eight times the amount of people on this earth um and soon to be nine more than likely within the next five years um my my thing with that is is it, it's absolutely terrifying when you think about the growth in, in in shitty shitty people being made on this earth every day and as well as good people but you get that many and you're also trying to still try to have localized government and things of that nature how exactly do you you know, propose this to the public without having every kind of purge situation possible to get their hands on it, to be that exact kind of unstoppable person that you were just describing. This, this is why 
very, very sadly and with deep regret, I agree with those guys that are holding shit back. Partly. That's why. Partly. To the smallest degree. Right. Because of, because of that. I, I don't have an answer, brother. That's the thing. I bring this we, up. We just talked show. about how humans are assholes. We just talked about how humans are probably the shittiest species of the, of the make. <laughs> but because how would you hands... read through them all? So honestly, that, if you wanted to save point, them, though. I don't mean to cut in, but like, Jesus, how would you come in and be like, okay, that one's good. That one's bad. That one's good. That one's bad. You would treat them like bugs and be like, well, some of Absolutely. them are going to die, but hopefully the good and strongest survive and you'd have maybe the best intentions. Well, but I think about it this There's going to be casualties. If right. we all got united against some kind of extra, extraterrestrial invasion, and mm. they already in 50, 60 years ago, ETs were saying, we could help the humans, but as soon as they try to weaponize space, that's a no-go. So yeah, we'd like to help them with this technology, but we already know because they're a shitty species that they're going to try to weaponize it, and we're not going to let that happen. Right. Yeah, well, now think 56 years later when we're two, three times from the fifties uh, and forties, two or three times the population. What's mm. the one thing that, that in, if history has shown us anything that we do, as soon as there is a global problem, everybody just like on a national level, typically will band together to actually eradicate it and be done with it. Well, right. if that happened with an alien invasion and we had alien technology to combat it, this is like battle for Los Angeles. Yeah. Well, it's way if, more advanced. I, I just want to say very quickly, the one of the more secretive things that allegedly the even the guys at the very top are hesitant to speak about is the secret space program, right? The many breakaway civilizations of human beings that are being put through what's called a 20 and back time program where they spend 20 years in the service of the secret space program on distant mm -hmm. planets. Uh, working for the ICC uh, stands for the Interplanetary Corporate Conglomerates. And is that real? It, yeah, allegedly, yeah, allegedly. Reportedly, I mean, the evidence. Reportedly, yes, absolutely. Yeah. I will say the ev the evidence is there. I don't want to say for certain. With that being said, there's been a lot of leaks regarding the secret space program because it's a whole it's a cycle. But uh, you'll see. I'll come full circle in the sense that the CIA uses drug money to fund the secret space program because they could only take so much from the Pentagon. There's 22 trillion missing from the Pentagon and every single auditor who's tried to get in there has said, we can't find shit. They won't in let us- In 30 years, it's the in only government agency yeah. that's never completed so, an audit. Republican senators, <laughs> Republican senators who have been there for 40, 50 years, the ones that, you know, when you're there for that long, you hear things, right? Oh uh, yeah. Right, so those guys that have been there for 40, 50 years, Senator Harry Reid, recently retired said he goes the corruption of what they're doing with that money with uh like space programs he goes runs deep meaning like let's like this is dangerous you get killed for this now it's interesting you bring this up because in allegedly there is the um there is something called the solar warden secret space program that is the modern version the american version there is another version called the Nachtwaffen, which is german for the dark oh, yeah this is that same fleet or that same group of people, same, thing. same group of people, whether it's their kids or still them, that was Hitler's group in Antarctica back in the 40s, working on the Wunderwaff that they said they didn't have, but they really had because they wanted to go into space instead. So humans are allegedly overseen by a group called the Galactic Federation, which is what the Israeli former space minister said and many others as well, too. But this galactic federation has many different species it's like star trek literally like different species working together and 
our personal overseers, if you want to call it, like the, the ones responsible for making sure we don't fuck shit up too, too much, are the Venusians. Literally, they were from Venus, but they destroyed their planet so badly so long ago. Very, I guess you could, I don't know, some say similar to what we're doing, but way worse. I was about to say that, yeah. They yeah. now have other ships that go in Venus's orbit and stay there, and that is literally where they live. Allegedly, Nikola Tesla, according to FBI documents, was a Venusian who was dropped off by his uh, parents from Venus. Now, first off, what do these Venusians look like? Literally like us, some differences. There's some royalty, as they call them, or as we perceive them, that look a little different, but you got to look close enough to notice. Um, and, And there's certain things like that. Now, the Galactic Federation allegedly is either in par in correspondence or reports to something called the Ashtar Command, the Ashtar High Command. And that's that that's a that's more of a those are aliens on another different dimension. But anyways, that's the that's the gist of it. Holy shit. How do you know all this stuff? <laughs> we do a lot of reading. <laughs> a lot of reading, yeah. We're just yeah. so insignificant as a species. I mean, I know we're special ourselves. But I'm special for sure. I know. Okay, you're so special, babe. You're super I'm special. special. Ed. <laughs> short bus yep so i don't know i just feel like we're not that special though we're kind of just whatever i take everything uh, and i micro it down so we're, to like we're, we're, we're special not that special to each we can other. make ourselves stand out and we can try to be the best people we can be but at the end right. of the day i don't know if we have a say in that well, we are yeah, not the ones too. in charge well, the overall right the overall idea is that the galactic federation in general at least to our understanding is in fact good like in terms of the intention it's more about mm-hmm. the travel discovery piece but the if there are behind it yeah right right if there are mass numbers of human beings dying on this planet they will not get involved because that is not their they do not believe that is their um, deliberation their delegation their responsibility and until they feel human leaders are ready to disclose their existence they will not get involved on a mass level now allegedly they have before there's tons of incidences right that have been covered up and stuff but you know yeah do you think they're trying to improve our tech like their technology to try to get into us like they're trying to like god well sorry no apparently these aliens some species not all but some have told uh, military personnel what would have you that they've admitted they go even though we're thousands of years ahead of you if not you know tens of thousands we don't know everything we're not we're not we're not god we're not all perfect and that's what i find to be to be honest with you the most intelligent statement an alien can make because they're humbling themselves right that and shows consciousness that, right exactly yeah, absolutely so maybe form. maybe they're trying to upgrade their technology so they can get through to the people not, i don't want to say who matter but they can get through to everybody and try to make everything better but they don't have it yet so they're well, just like dude th- this isn't our jam right now we can't do it we're trying but we're not there yet so we might just have to wait i almost well, go ahead. I just want to say very quickly, we take a look at, you know, the Iraq war, for example, there's a lot of speculation. And I will admit, though, they, uh, some evidence, but not a lot uh, speculation that the Iraq, the real reason for the Iraq war, well, it was sort of like a win, 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 reshape the Middle East to America's liking. Uh, on top of that, it was also go for the oil, right, for the con- for the contractors and the big oil, but on big oil companies. But on top of that, apparently it was because there was a Stargate in Iraq. 
and the Venusians did not want the not even the Americans, just the hum like humans to get a hold of it. They felt that it was too, I guess you could say, um, it what's it, too delicate for us to handle, right? Um, would you though, sort of, if you were another species, would you be like, oh yeah, they've got this right in Iraq? That's fine. I I'll, I'll be honest with you. I this is that's a very valid point because the question becomes this: Have they interfered in a way where they've again we try to launch nukes to the moon and they just dis, uh, dis, disable them and things like that? Has it come to the point where literally they have decided that again their species, their leaders can do what they want, or are they eventually going to step in? That's the question. I I don't. This is the problem, and this is why I say. I think there are multiple human factions and alien factions with different interests. I believe some of them literally as there is evidence to support, some of them come to literally use earth as like a gas station in, in the sense of they ju they're just stopping by to go to another galaxy. They want to come by. I'm not kidding. There is a, a CIA um, document on this about how allegedly this is a speculative document, but there are some eyewitnesses to back it up. Certain aliens that look like humans and even the ones that don't, they like to camouflage themselves as humans and they like to go to Vegas because a lot of their main stopping points are New Mexico, the desert. They like to go to the casinos because they like to look at humans amusing themselves. Sort of Word like of how mouth has traveled fast. Hell yeah, City. we're going there in two weeks. I'm just going to look for aliens camouflaging themselves. That's all I'm going to do now. Thank you. Thank you. I do so. have, I'm I do dead have serious. A, kind of a thought about that, talking about kind of like a, the benevolence of ETs trying to help the humans and why they haven't yet. Do you think that a more likely case is that they are ready to help us and it's actually our government playing both sides to the public and also lying to them like oh yeah we're not ready our public isn't ready yet um yes. well we, yeah. we're not we're not ready to let that out yet but when we are we'll let you guys come in and then it's well, like to mm -hmm. us like oh yeah they're no they're not they're, they're not real well these beings are telepathic highly advanced i mean <laughs> so that would work <laughs> i i mean no i'll be honest i think that this has been said to these aliens there's been tons of scenarios where you know these aliens are in some they get into standoffs with human military uh uh, human military personnel uh these aliens a lot of some are very weak <laughs> physically um hence their like a their need to constantly uh, grow technologically because they have no physical strength to defend themselves um nor do i think that they they're so advanced i don't think fighting is even a thing for them in terms of physical fighting but yeah. there's other ones that are stronger but they do in fact they they can i get at least their physical bodies can die now there's different types of aliens there's the walk-ins which are these beings from other dimensions that we allegedly see when we're on psychedelics that use human bodies or use physical manifestation homo sapien bodies from the deep underground military bases to insert themselves into those bodies they they descend themselves but they only do so when they feel necessary to achieve a particular task in this dimension because to bring yourself down is it, it just doesn't make sense it's all about ascending not descending right right so Again, this is it's 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 a lot, man. There's a lot. So as uh, we can close out here soon, since I had problems, I'm gonna have to stitch some shit together. It's fine, but um, I did want to ask you: Have you seen People of Earth, the show on Hulu? And that remind me of the Iguanoids or whatever it was. Yeah, have you seen that show at all, or are we barking up the wrong I, tree? I, I haven't. But Camden, you want to take that one? No, I mean I've, I I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I've I don't I've not finished it. I've been. We have crazy either. busy with this uh with editing and stuff but no i get what you're i get what you're um hitting at 
uh, like I said earlier, it doesn't feel to me like Hollywood lies to us. I know. I was telling her, that I was show like, seems it's very it, real. <laughs> it's a goofy ass show and it's funny. It's entertaining. But I was like, a lot of the things they say in there are probably actually true just from the stories mm. we've heard. I'm like, I can the reptilians, every single like, thing happening in real life. Like they walk in the back and they're just like, God damn, like we have to kill this kid. I'm like, what the hell? Like, why'd you let yeah. them open the door? And they're just, they're just like us. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, yeah, there's been incidences. There's been people who uh, thought they were abducted where they realized they were able to prove that, you know, two, three hours of their life was, they don't know what happened to them. Um, and they go to hypnotists, they get basic hypnotic regressions, and they suddenly have these memories coming back. They're abducted, taken into a, a, a base, which looks like a, a Vegas, New Mexico desert area. Uh, in this base, they go underground. There's a, a what they call a guide that is speaking to them telepathically, that looks human, but is not exactly human, reassuring them, look, you're, we're just gonna experiment on you peacefully and then you'll be gone. You shouldn't remember this stuff. Uh, I, literally where they go down, they say it looks like a regular office, uh, except you got great, I'm not kidding, gray aliens walking by, blue feather bird-like aliens walking by, humans, literally a scene out of Men in Black. These are what eyewitnesses, uh, sorry, not eyewitnesses, people who have been abducted who have received incisions when they were abducted and went to uh, doctors later and asked what those incisions were. And the doctor said they could not explain. And those incisions were so precise that surgeons, some of the world's top surgeons have said even they could not make such a, a precise incision. And then they go to the hypnotist and they slowly regain their memories. But then it's interesting because when they regain their memories, in some cases, they remember drinking something, a liquid of some sort that made them feel really good. This is very similar to what Bob Lazar had brought up, except I don't think he said that the liquid he drank was was made him feel good. But right. both these liquids seem to have something very peculiar, which was, and again, by the way, this is low tech stuff to what they really have in my opinion, in our opinion, but every, certain thoughts as to what you would try to remember if you get hypnotic regression from your abduction are you start getting massive migraines instantly the second yeah. you try to think of them, which deters you from thinking about it, which therefore deters you from speaking about it. Is that so something after, implanted too? Well, like, is, so this is, yeah. sorry, very quickly, there's a very, very loose version that is known out there that is given to DIA, DNI, Director of National Intelligence, CIA directors when they retire. This is, it's admitted, but obviously it's not like, it's not, um, what's the word, uh, preached to the masses, right? But again, if that's possible, and these are people who we think are not involved with aliens, what about the ones that are dealing with aliens? You're, if you guys have seen Bob Lazar and Joe Rogan, you remember there were certain parts where he's like, fuck, I'm getting a headache? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, could have been that. This is, that's right along. Uh, I assume that you are at least familiar with Preston Dennett. Um, yep. Yeah, so like when he came on the show, he was... He told us obviously a bunch of those wild stories about a lot of the out of body experiences, the idea of uh, going back in time 40 years to see the exact same house. Yep. Currently, as it was happening, but it was still 40 years ago from where they yep. live in. And things of like the incisions, the medical procedures, uh, a lady that hit a tree, she got abducted. And when the paramedics showed up, she was outside of the car completely fine. But to her, yeah. later on, you know, she had said that she must have been gone for about five hours, it seemed like. Well, even even aliens where, uh, for example, there was a gentleman by the name of Boyd Bushman, 
Um, again, he was on YouTube, former Lockheed Martin engineer, worked at Area 51, had pictures of aliens that he showed uh, on his deathbed and all that. Uh, apparently, he got along well with the aliens and things like that. And again, just like with anything, you take it with a grain of salt. Very shortly after, Walmart starts selling toy aliens that look just like the alien pictures he, he brought up. And you look at when the toys be, started begin, uh, becoming manufactured, seven months after he passed away. There were no existence of that particular model of toy or even that type of to alien-looking toy. That's interesting shit. Anywhere. So and there's also another incident, for example, called the McPherson tape. If you type that in on Google, oh, boy. you will not find a thing. You type that in on DuckDuckGo, you'll find some things. You type that in on the dark web, much better. Uh, the McPherson tape was allegedly a family that was... Um, celebrating a birthday literally got abducted by gray aliens that landed on their front yard in a on UFO. camera on camera because they were filming the birthday yeah. alien, three aliens literally walked in the grays abducted all of them uh made them all with, using telepathic abilities knocked them out and then uh abducted them and that was it except the person filming i believe it was the father i think he he did not get abducted by them he kept filming now this apparently occurred and then six months later, after all these rumors and speculation, a no-name director with a no-name cast that has never directed, written, or acted in anything before anything or else. after that film made a film called The McPherson Tape, which was a parody. Now, here's what's interesting. There was a live airing on a Chinese radio station, excuse me, Japanese radio station about 20, 30 years ago of the alleged real event. And the frame rate, the footage of the way the aliens looked is pretty different to the ones shown on the fake tape so it's like it's it's like yeah. they took the real tape uh yeah. they reenacted you know, it. messed they reenacted. it around with it me messed around reenacted it and then said this is it so then if anyone even happens upon the real one it's like no 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 this is what you are seeing huh. yeah. sounds like typical <laughs> hollywood fuckery well again what, right. well they're what not lying think? they're just giving it to us in a way that they want us to see so that they can still direct the narrative well it shows yep. you the, the events one final thing ronald reagan in the 80s and near the end of his administration allegedly uh wanted to go before the alzheimer's really hit him uh he wanted to go public with the extraterrestrial he wanted to confirm their existence on on earth and all that and say literally they come in peace and what have you it, he wanted to go uh, public with the uh, United Nations Secretary General at the time. And what happened was he wanted to go um, with the UN Secretary General and do a press conference in the White House. And this UN Secretary General, I believe he was from, uh, he was from Latin America, I forgot which, I think Colombia. Uh, but anyways, Reagan wanted to bring him on because he had far more knowledge than Reagan did about the secret space program. The night before this press conference was set, and we know that there was a press conference because the transcripts are there. It was a canceled Reagan administration press conference. But the night before, the UN Secretary General, he got abducted by gray aliens, and people believe it was the CIA that did that, using the control yeah. to spook him. Now, think about it, to spook him from, and then he, at the 11th hour to go tell Reagan, Mr. President, you, you don't know what just happened to me. We're not going to do this. Very similar to how, again, when you owe money to someone in the, uh, you know, in organized crime or something like that, what do they do to get their money? They spook you, right? They, they do something, unfortunately, to your property, something like this. Same idea, right? And so the next day, the next evening, Reagan was driving, uh, obviously with the 
presidential details, security and everything. And uh, there was a UFO um, that landed right in front of him. It was, I think it was 10 or 11 p.m. at night. And there were eyewitness accounts because he was with his assistant and the secretary of state at the time who who are on transcript describing this event. Again, the documents are there. Um, Describing this event where Reagan got out of the car and the secret service was like, sir, you can't go talk to these aliens. Like, we don't know which species, we don't this and that. And then uh, he said, he said, fuck you guys, I'm going. Uh, that's kind of, honestly, I wasn't alive at the time. Yeah, I like that about awesome. Reagan. Though. Yeah, he's yeah, like, I'm going to go. Super cool. that, that's the way I, I believe it should be. So he goes, he comes back. No one knows what was said in that conversation, at least publicly. And then next thing you know, a handful of Secret Service agents end up dead uh, 12 months later. And they were the same ones that were on detail protecting uh, Mr. Raymond, the president at that time, at that day. So again, like I say, this is this is what I say when I mean evidence, guys. I'm not saying that this is right. I'm not saying this is true. I'm saying this is what it's leading us to. What are, what are the coincidences of all these dates and times and people? You I know, they call that circumstantial. There's so evidence. many though. There's yep. so many, and they right. can only do so much. They're not like you said. They're humble. They don't know everything, so they can right. protect as many people as they can. Maybe Reagan was like dude, they're going to kill me for having this conversation with you right now. Can you please make sure that does not happen? And they're like, yes, we can, but we can't protect your secret service people. Sorry, bro. So they might have tried, but they couldn't weed through it all. But they had him already targeted so they could protect him. Who knows? Right. No, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Without a doubt. I mean, like you said, there's so many things. I mean, at this point, like it's 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 in front of our faces i mean I, I, a friend of mine said to me uh disclosure is there for those who look right the, so yeah. it's, it's already happened if you're paying attention yeah. for sure absolutely say, yeah at this point my mind is getting pretty split open <laughs> we were just kind <laughs> of very again? underwhelmed by disclosure we're like oh there's so I much evidence just based on so many stories how can so many stories be so similar and very far apart in the entire world I mean, it's like he was talking about the Pentagon and how they can't find the audit didn't work and all this. Luis, <laughs> when he went public with it and uh, even his his attorney Shanahan or Sheehan was like, uh, yeah, so basically he went back to work after that. And they told him that the entire department, the UAP department that he was working for didn't yep, exist. Basically, yeah, that's but that. And then tried to say that he was lying and that it was all a farce. There was no department like that. And he's like, I was head of that department. And they're yes. like, no, you aren't. Uh, uh, Lou, uh, Lou Elizondo? Or Lou. Yeah, Lou he, Elizondo. He's, he's interesting. I, I, he's interesting. I think that he... What do you I, think I about think, his release? Can I be honest with you? I think he's controlled, but I also think that he's, he's trying to push for the truth, but he's got too many strings attached to him. Yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah, kind of the feeling I get from him too, where he's got kind of like at least you? a couple I, fingers up his butt, but he's like trying to <laughs> oh, do stuff. I'll be honest with you, he strikes me as the kind of guy, uh, and I there's I have nothing to go off this. So this is just my gut feeling. When I look at him talk on the news, podcasts, you name it, it's like he wants to say certain things 
Yeah. The simple betterment of humanity, but he knows him, his family, they'll be dead by the following week. If that He's like a puppy yeah. waiting for a dog right in front of his right, face. Right. Yeah, but if you have any like shred of empathy, like what would you do in those shoes? That's always my stance is like, what would always. you do? What would I, you do? That's what? Fair. Like, I would <laughs> never not think of my family. I'd be like, okay, everybody, I swear to God, I want to say this so bad. Right. Well, here's the thing too, though. It seems as though the not so much the uh, confirmation of aliens, but more so the programs they're running with the aliens are the secrets nowadays. Because it seems like once you get high enough in politics and you're around long enough and you come from the right family and you name it, you, you're pretty much told in extraterrestrials are real. It's just to what extent do you know the aspect and the depth of is your government working with them and this and that, right? I mean, I mean, if... It, there's some scary stuff too. Uh, I suggest you guys uh, go on duckduckgo.com, search up something called Project Flickr, F-L-I-C-K-R. There's no E in it. And that was an investigation done by the FBI where they found that in 2000, between 2007 and 2010. Yeah, it's a yikes. This is, this is creepy stuff. Um, I'm the, looking that shit up right now. NASA, Pentagon, you name it. You'll Everybody look it up before we get cut off again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta use DuckDuckGo, brother, because Google will not show this to you. But you, you'll find on DuckDuckGo the articles from Yahoo News, TheHill.com, and a couple others, but that's it. It was an investigation into sex trafficking and the purchasing of underage uh, child porn from under the names of high-level Department of Defense officials, NASA officials, Pentagon officials, CIA officials All over. In, the, in the thousands. So what does this tell us? The sex trafficking, again, there's more that we go into, like on our Patreon and stuff, like way more. But the sex trafficking is tied in not just into using, unfortunately, people as black uh, for black male and using underage children like Epstein did for phenomenal, unfortunately, but truthfully, phenomenal leverage on industry and things like that, but also for extraterrestrial experimentation and for many different things, too. And allegedly for certain interdimensional beings that again use sex the more negatively oriented ones use sex as a form of dominance because again who is to say that the paranormal world and the extraterrestrial world are separate it's very much arguable they're one and the same right what, what do these negative paranormal entities tend to do in a lot of cases to people in their homes they rape them spiritually and some people literally claim that they're being raped whether it's a man or a woman they claim that they feel I can say because we're on Rothkin, they feel like they're getting analed in the middle of the night. And yeah. I kid you not, right? So, Dude, I was actually going to bring that up earlier when you were talking about some of the abductees feeling like they remember drinking a substance that made them feel good. That goes back to the fey folk fairy stuff where you never yeah. drink the never drink the drink, never eat, drink. eat the food. Steer clear of that because that's what that's like the tipping point of what like right. lets them it's like the consent type of thing you know? meanwhile joe just yeah. said the other day that if someone abducted him he would eat it for sure hands down just to experience just it. to see what happens and i was like oh. fuck you you'd peace out then forever you're a maybe dick. not i love you I I, what you, it's not a maybe not no one's minute. ever eaten the food and come back sorry not that we know <laughs> oh man well don't blame you, man. I don't blame you. I, I don't know if I would. Uh, right. Yeah. Not. I have no idea whether I would or not. I mean, it's a, it's a curiosity factor at this point. Yeah, exactly. Sure. I so agree much with that. Like, I'm kind of done with this planet kids. anyway. Fuck it. If we didn't have kids, <laughs> yeah. maybe. But right. uh, the right. kids, though. 
No. Right. No, I mean, no, all no, of that, no, no. All, all that he was talking about begins to get like kind of QAnon adjacent. And it's not that I ascribe to, but it seems to me at this point that what QAnon was, was kind of like a, those, those rabbit holes, they can lead people down by being like, you know, 50, 60% right. And then, and then get them stuck and, and, and other misinformation. And so it seems like a lot of that stuff, it, I mean, beyond the shadow of a doubt is happening. I mean, yeah, I think that what we've last seen was like at the border right now, like 500 kids go missing a day type of things. Like it's I mean, it's the numbers are everywhere. Not that's just the thing that drove Mexican me nuts US. about the the Q stuff is I never followed it and didn't really. Yeah. I knew some of the stuff yeah, and I, I got the general idea, idea. We'll put it that way. But uh, it some of it is true for sure. So that, that seems like a general propaganda thing though, or a psyop, you know, is that there's um, a certain percentage of truth and then a bunch of other stuff in there that may be the bait to pull people in. I don't know, but the best type of um, the best type of lie is the one that's wrapped in truth. It's not like it's, you know, uncommon, if you will, again, very super quick. There's been an allegation that the ones at the top are sort of, uh, not even racist, but speciesist or species. I don't know what you would call it, but speciesist. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. Racist towards uh, a certain alien races. Why do I say that? Because allegedly there's the deep belief, and this is the problem with having very old school, old mentality minded guys fucking running the show secretly, right? Which is that the ones that look human are similar to us we get along with them better simply because we can perceptually grasp it better. Yeah. We can relate. Yeah. Right. We can relate. Now here's the thing though. They have now disseminated that they've preached that out into different UFO communities where people think, you know, the only the good ones are the ones that are Nordics. They're they look like Eastern Europeans, blonde hair, blue eyes. Right. I don't believe that to be the case. I think there's a lot of them that are very selfish. I think a lot of them are very good, but I also think there's a lot of, uh, different aliens that are non-human looking that are very good as well but again it's this top level group that is right. trying to give that thing of you know okay the good ones they look like us because again it's putting that in your mind right the, the racist mentality so if they can't control the color they can at least control the shape well yeah of- it reminds me of the the rick and morty thing if you, i don't know if you guys have watched rick and morty it's fucking great uh oh, but seen it all, all oh literally dude sorry apparently everything they got in there is literally they have more than that is what ben rich was saying that that show actually made me Do think they have that. interdimensional cable because i want to watch that shit but sorry. yeah like like you said shit. some of the good yeah. ones would be or some of the <laughs> the best aliens would be the ones that look like the worst like the gaga blog blog or you know <laughs> some of the aliens that have like 14 holes to drill them in <laughs> right right yeah where well, did my shit go oh, i was gonna play a sound effect there uh, well, i need to uh, give up the soundboard thing Jesus Christ. I, I gotta get going guys i gotta take a shit and get both my kids to bed Okay, we can close out. That's fine. We've Sorry. oh holy shit, we're almost at two hours. Sorry uh, guys, what time is it where you are? Just I feel so bad. Sorry. Uh, nah, it's whatever. I'm, I'd be up anyways. It's almost. Okay. I, I'd be up too. It's almost midnight where I am. Eleven forty. Motherfucker. Well, look outside. You might see that's. It was yeah. midnight when we saw that weird shit, which oh, actually cool. looked exactly like this. So hold on, wait. It's this way. It looked like a green screen. Yeah. It, it looked like. Oh the, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Like yeah, the cloaking thing. It was so yeah. similar to that, where it was like, you shouldn't yeah. be able to see it, but something's there. Sorry. Random. No, right. you guys yeah, stick like around that. after we uh, end the stream. Stick around, and I'll. Uh, 
We'll say bye and stuff. Yeah, uh, but sure. send out your plugs first before you go. Yeah, sure. Uh, Generation Z Podcast on Instagram. Again, uh, Generation Z Podcast on YouTube, Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, and Twitter at Podcast Z. So yeah, aside from that, thank you so, so much for having both of us on. It honestly was, it was a blast. Uh, we seem to to click very well, and I appreciate you guys listening to us uh, rant. Oh, of course. Uh, Love it. It wasn't a rant. I feel like it was yeah, a, it was a, lot of a genuine conversation. I, I need to go have a I cigarette about all closer, of it. Because so. yeah, we could just yeah. hang out every single day, honestly. I need to go take my THC gummies, smoke a few cigarettes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, bye. It's too much. All right, guys. Have a great night. Appreciate it. All right, it. bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>